Hey everybody, it is Scotch from Jack FM along with Bob Harris from our sister station KFGO and we are here for another edition of B-Movie Bonanza. Oh, and we got a wonderful one for you folks today. Yeah, I gave Bob a little viewing assignment. <laughs> I said, you gotta watch Chopping Mall and uh, I don't know if we should give a, a synopsis of the movie or if we should just plunge right in and you can give me your opinions on it because I'm, I'm anxious to see what you thought of it. Well, it's first of all, it's from 1986 so you're going to get a lot of the, the, uh, the 80s hairstyles, oh, that type big, of thing. Big feathered 80s hair. Yep, and uh, and uh, some of the dress, uh, the dressing that they wore back in those days, it was the clothes, and then this is all about the shopping mall, which yeah. uh, people are, obviously were always uh, flocked to it. So very much mall culture, <laughs> lots of neon. And, yeah. Yeah. And uh, basically, these kids are throwing a party as dad leaves the store, and the stores are closing, and they have these... Not robots, but they call them killbots in the movie. Right, and the, the the movie was originally supposed to be called Killbots, and then they changed the title to Chopping Mall because they had a great po- <laughs> they had a great poster for a for a mall themed slasher. And even the movie the movie is obviously not a slasher. Nobody gets chopped in it. Everybody gets killed with lasers. But it's it was originally called Killbots, <laughs> and they changed it. Basically, what happens is is they uh, the store mall the management hires. Uh, a company where they have three robots as far as protectors of the hallways. State-of-the-art security State of the art devices, security system. So the uh, security guards are gone, but the, the kill bots are in, are in action. And they, something goes a little haywire, doesn't it, Scotch? So lightning strikes the mall, and that's all it takes to make these kill bots go berserk. All of a sudden, they're not obeying any of the rules. They're going after uh, these people who get locked in after hours. You get a nice group of cameos. You get Paul Bartell and Mary Warnoff, who are in um, Eating Raul. They get right. a very, very small part. Uh, and Dick Miller. They're a, they're a shop owner. I yeah. think one of the shop owners. And then Dick Miller is back playing. And now this, is this I think, is so fun. I love when they do this in movies. He plays Walter Paisley as the name of his character as a janitor. And Walter Paisley is the exact same character he played in a Roger Corman movie called Bucket of Blood. <laughs> There's like two or three movies where they call him Walter Paisley just because of this whole 60s movie he wow. was in. Very yeah. neat. Very neat. And by the way, you mentioned Roger Corman. This is a Corman movie, but it's... Uh, what's the lady's name? It's uh, it was his a daughter or something or? Oh, uh, Julie Corman. Julie Corman. That was yeah. his wife. His wife. Okay, his wife was the producer. Yep. Of this. They uh, they co-produced a lot of movies together. So this is one of my all-time favorites because everything just hits. As far as I'm concerned, the music is so it's got that synthy <laughs> type of score to it, and. Uh, and and then uh, just stupid lines in it, like uh, I'm not going to say the square word, but he says, "Let's go give that beep a Rambo gram." <laughs> when they when they're armed to the teeth and they go after the robots, it's pretty funny that uh, when we first uh, before we got on the, the podcast here, you and I brought up the same thing. It was something that was the, be- the the most noticeable was a John Turleski, that was his name. <laughs> yep, and his way of chewing gum. Right. And nowadays, anybody would slap that guy across the face or tell him to spit it out. But this guy was, is the, he just chewed gum throughout his entire I think, yeah, he's supposed to be kind of the real cocky, preppy, uh, you know, macho dude. So he's like kind of doing this obnoxious gum chewing. You know, he could barely spit out his lines. He's so busy chewing gum in this movie. But I, I love that guy. He uh, He's also in another movie called Deathstalker 2, which is done by the same director. And I'm surprised he's not chewing gum in that one because he's got the exact same cocky attitude and the feathered hair and, and how about no spoiler here but how about the scene where the <laughs> where the woman's head blows up 
<laughs> Isn't that like the best part of the whole movie? You kind of knew it was coming too, yeah. you know, because just the way they stand there and scream and, yep. and don't move. She's know? running down the hallway, the killbots after, and she turns around and screams, and then, <laughs> and then there it goes. Boom, her whole head. <laughs> and this is pre CGI, so it's a pretty impressive effect. It's pretty seamless. The robots are pretty cool, by the way. I guess uh, I, I watched the uh, features, and uh, there are, uh, they made five of them, yep. and there's three featured in the movie. And uh, they're talking about uh, how it was uh, pretty cool that they had taken little parts from here and there. I think they said the, the arms of the, uh, of the robot were actually one of those deals where you extend your hand and grab like cans off the top of the shelf. Oh, sure, like one of those little, yeah, yep, little one crane of those deals, things. You know? yep. So it was a very, very low budget. But what was really funny as far as their budget was concerned, I don't know if you caught this part, but they were talking about when they had the glass break. There are a couple of times it breaks in the, yep. in the, uh, in the mall. They had to sweep it up. And then they used it for debris glass in another scene because they couldn't afford the <laughs> <Right>. extra glass. <laughs> but there's, you know, for as small of a budget movie as there is, there's a there's a couple of pretty big explosions. I mean, they seemingly blow up a, a big storefront anyway. I mean, and you do see a lot of a lot of fire, a lot of flames. There's a scene where the um, the one blonde is laying on the ground, and the robot says have a nice day and <laughs> rolls away from her and you can see it clip her foot in the take and the director talks about that too that it actually ran over her foot but she's real professional lied there till the scene was over and then ah, let out a scream afterwards and they had you know I'm, I'm never i don't think you would ever see this again now but you know they wanted to find a weaponry and they found a, a sporting goods store that was it just me or did that sporting goods store have an ak-47 yeah yeah <laughs> and the store the sporting goods store was called peck and paws did you see that yes i did yeah i do remember that um so it's got tony odell in it who was actually in the karate kid barbara crampton is in it and she was from reanimator and from beyond there's a lot of a lot of good uh, stars and kelly maroney who plays kind of the mousy lead actress she was in both night of the comet and um uh, oh, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. She was like oh, one, of the, okay. one of the spirit bunnies, one of the like cheerleaders in Fast Times. So, <laughs> a few name stars. Yeah. And by the way, they never did find the front door until the very end. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they tried to escape through other, by other means, but yeah. uh, as far as running to the front door, getting to an outside wall, it just didn't, it just didn't happen. Another great line I love too is after they uh, after they shoot one of the killbots and it's lying there. Uh, Obviously leaking oil. The guy goes, what's that? And he says, robot blood. <laughs> I didn't remember that. That's, yeah. that's a great line as well. Chock full of great stupid lines. I, I was lucky enough. Uh, I went down to Dallas this summer. And the weekend I was there, they were actually playing Chopping Mall at the Alamo Draft House Theater. Really? So I, I got to see it on the big screen. And it's so fun to see a movie like that with other people who you know have probably seen it a few times because they laughed at all the right parts where I laugh and you know they groaned at all the groan worthy parts it's so much fun uh, now there's a lot of violence in this movie but not a whole lot of nudity this time no nope, no nope. some brief nudity yeah just kind of like they felt obliged to put it in there you know it is supposedly a bunch of er like uh, 20 somethings partying in a mall so yeah somebody's and, gonna uh, get naked language a little rough here and there mm -hmm. but uh, but it's it was really a lot of fun to watch it's, and, it was pretty cool don't 
Don't you love 80s movies for those montages where, like, they're uh, in this one, they're prepping to go after the robots, and it's like a Rambo type sequence where they're all strapping on their ammunition <laughs> and the music is playing. Actually, it was kind of more like a spaghetti western as they're walking down the hallway getting ready to go after the robots. So much fun. Yeah, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. So, Thank you for letting me watch that. You bet. Chopping Mall, where shopping can cost you an arm and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> or a head. <laughs> yeah. And this actually just came out on Blu-ray, I think, within the last uh, year or two. So you, if you wanted to track this down, you could probably find a copy right now. It's available. Chopping Mall. Bob Harris from the 9790 KFGO. And Scott from Jack FM. That's your B-Movie Bonanza. See you next time, folks.